Hello, 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 and welcome to the Entrepreneur Playground. I am so beyond excited to introduce my next guest. I have, this has been a long time coming, this recording where we've had some, I had some scheduling problems because I didn't <laughs> remember the time difference between here in Thailand and uh it's just been a long time coming. So I'm very, very excited to introduce Julia Pen Pench Cowrie. That's it. Yeah. Did I, I got, got it. it right. First time. Yes. Perfect. Okay. I, I only practiced it for a few times before we started recording, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate the practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Julia, I'm so grateful to have you here. She is, I'm going to give a brief little introduction about what I know about Julia. And what she's done is honestly amazing. She is originally from London, in case you couldn't tell where that accent was from. Uh, <laughs> she has moved to Thailand and has lived there for just about seven years. And she is yeah. the CEO of the Banana Warrior Cafe there, which... I believe is an all vegan cafe where they serve yeah. uh, different desserts and different foods, yeah. um, all vegan. And recently she just got into to business coaching. She has a podcast that she runs. And um, if you don't follow her on Instagram, it's an absolute must because it's just so inspiring what she does and what she's up to. I, I just love um, being a part of one of her followers because it's what she's up to is just incredible. So uh, that's just a little bit about what I know about Julia, but I would love to give her a chance to introduce herself and share a little bit more about what uh, what she wants people to know about her. Yeah, I thought that was a brilliant introduction, though. I think you killed it. That was brilliant. Um, so, yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Julia. Um, I am the founder of a vegan health food brand um, in Thailand. So we started that brand five years ago. I always say we because I feel like my staff are so part of the brand, but actually it was just me. People are always like, who else did it? Um, so I started five years ago and um, start, just started selling banana bread, which was really random. Um, and I didn't realize at the time that I had found a bit of a gap in the market, a massive gap in the market, actually. Mm -hmm. Seven years ago, when I moved to Thailand, it was really hard to find healthy food. So I just started making my own. Um, and it just took off and it was I'm a I call myself an accidental entrepreneur but actually I don't actually believe anything in life is an accident mm -hmm. so I think it was all meant to happen in the beautiful <laughs> way that the universe works but um, it was not not in my plan to ever become an entrepreneur and then um, so we were selling desserts online for um about two and a half, three years. And then we were approached um, by a mall, a beautiful mall in Bangkok. Um, and they asked us if we wanted to um, open a cafe. And it was, that was not in the plan either. None of this business journey has ever been in the plan. Um, but um, at the time it was kind of in the middle of COVID. So we had such, such an excellent deal. Um, and you know, I had actually wanted to build business before that, not in the way of a cafe, but I had wanted to um, franchise abroad. But because of COVID, we couldn't do that anyway. So I thought, well, let's do it. So yeah, a year and a half ago, we opened our cafe. Um, and since then, I have also started podcasting. And the great thing that that did for the Banana Warrior brand is it took the brand to kind of a new level. Um, it stopped just being about veganism and um, 
vegan dessert and it became a lot more about female empowerment business um elevation kind of up leveling um and also some um slow fashion in there as well sustainability that kind of thing and it just kind of all got interwoven into the brand which is really cool and then just a couple of weeks ago i decided to start a business coaching um part of the brand so now i guess that's more about me rather than the banana warrior and that's you know julia panchkari business and life coaching um so yeah here we are just just rolling with it and just just saying yes to whatever's in the flow that is amazing i i love how it's so clear that it was just yes after yes after yes and and it just brought you here and what an amazing business model that uh you've kind of followed and kind of stumbled upon it sounds like and yeah i mean i i i'm so so upset i told you this before that i ended up leaving thailand before the cafe was open so i never got a chance to, to step into the banana warrior cafe or to try I the know. food but uh, <laughs> i was this close but for you to start a cafe in an international country in the middle of a pandemic where all these, you know, I know that it was very difficult to travel there and a lot of the tourism was down in that country. I, I just can't believe um, how you were able to do that and to continue to be successful. So I just want to applaud you for that um, oh, right off the you. bat. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I mean, definitely was not easy and definitely the most challenging time of business was COVID. And then um, I think the most difficult part of it was the fact that you just had got no idea how it was going to play out. You didn't know what was happening. Every week, the new rules were changing. Mm -hmm. You know, I was kind of losing staff. And, and um, I last year, we had to, so we'd only been open since, you know, December 2020 that we opened. And um, we closed four times last year. <laughs> and, you know, by the fourth time, I was like, is this real like is this actually <laughs> happening um, but you know the only thing that that I could do is try not to let my emotions get in the way of handling that because I wanted to cry and be like forget it it's over forget it we're not doing it anymore um you know I was losing a lot of money at one point and um and yeah I there were lots of times when I thought about should I just quit but then I thought no I'm not letting COVID win um, you know, and I, you know, I just, just did what I had to do, right? That's just what you have to do and stop. Yeah. And I really tried to take my emotions out of it, which is definitely another one of my kind of big bits of business advice. Mm. Emotions are great to acknowledge that they're there, but also don't let them be part of your business decision-making because they're not always a valid indicator of what's actually going on. There's so much stuff with emotions that's mm -hmm. not necessarily good for business. Absolutely. I, I think that's so relevant and so important yeah. uh, as well, because how often, you know, do you see people that, you know, you get really angry, you get caught up and then all of a sudden, you know, maybe you scream at somebody or you yell at your brother or your girlfriend or your, you know, whoever, and then, you know, once you do that, it's something switches and now, now you feel bad and now, oh, I wish yeah. I didn't do that or, you know, whatever it is, it seems like yes. our emotions are yes. changing so quickly. And yeah. if we could realize that that's a really important factor to not getting caught up in them and 
losing yeah. your losing your cool over certain things. So definitely, I, I love that. yeah, and your emotions can be attached to so many different things as well. You know, your your emotions can be down to certain triggers that you've had as a child, or things that have happened in your childhood, or you know something that happened to you yesterday that isn't actually to do with this kind of current situation and so you do need to be able to sit back and think well actually what is the best way how do I want to handle something is always a bit different to what is the best way to handle mm -hmm. something you know and definitely I always and in life as well doing things in the moment when there's emotions present is never a good idea either because you know after thought you often do you often want to do things differently definitely i that's so valuable and i i think that's the reason that's where the expression you know let me sleep on it really yeah. should come into play more often than it does yeah. because sometimes yeah. you're so caught up you're angry and you're not thinking clearly and if you know you just go to bed and sleep on it i think that would that alone might solve a lot of <laughs> arguments yeah. and fights and would make decision making a little bit clearer if you're not making that decision yeah. right when you're caught up at the in the thick of things yeah it's like that phrase people say you know never go to bed on an argument and I think no do go to bed yeah. on an argument <laughs> keep yeah. arguing until you go to sleep and then you know you kind of then you, you wake up with a refreshed view on everything and and sometimes what's best for you is not necessarily what's best for your business. Mm -hmm. And so that is also in need of consideration. Yeah. And, and so many times, if you do that, at least it's happened to me, you wake up and you're, what were we arguing about again? You know, you, know, you kind of you forget yeah. about that. You forget about yeah. what the fight was even about. I don't know how that works, yeah. but it's just like our, our minds had a chance to kind of relax and cool down. And all of a sudden you're, you know, I don't know why we were arguing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I mean, that's lovely. That never happens to me. I always remember. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that would be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so... What I would I would love to jump into this conversation. I, I know we've already jumped in, but to ask you, you know, while you were going through this process, because what this this show is all about is how do you bring fun into business and how do you not lose your cool at those points? Because what I was hearing so much was people, you know, oh, I'm only working for the paycheck, or I'm only working for the weekend, and you know people were just losing their passion for their job and their career. And, you know, if, if somebody's business closed down four times, most people would probably pack it up and be like, thank God I'm out of here. But <laughs> I I'm so curious to hear from you, how you were able to bring that, that fun and that play and that aliveness to your business, especially when you were going through all this turmoil and how you were able to keep going and keep reopening that door. <laughs> yeah um it's a really really good question I think I've always had such a deep 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 love for my business and I felt like it is the thing that brings me the most purpose I've ever felt in my life I I, I was actually even just saying in a podcast yesterday that I truly believe that everything that I have done before this point was preparing me for my business and so because there's such a commitment to it and such a love 
that stayed so strong and that didn't waver, even though there was so much during COVID happening and going on around it. And I definitely considered what it might be like to close and what I would do if I, if I, if I did or, or even kind of take a break or whatever. Um, but I just, I'm so in love with it. It's like, if you have a baby, you don't give up on your baby when things are tough, right? You don't just, like, you know, or, you know, it, I mean, that, that it's that kind, I mean, I don't have a baby, so I don't know, but it's that, what, I can't imagine loving something more than my business. So it's just absolute dedication and absolute commitment. And, you know, I mean, if it was to the point where I physically couldn't continue or financially could, could not continue, then of course, I would have to put more consideration into it. But while we still could, I was determined to do so, you know, and mm -hmm. um, and I have a lot of fight in me, I suppose. And I just and, you know, when you love something, you do fight, don't you? So. So I also know that um, my, you know, it was all dependent on my energy, you know, and um, gosh, I know it doesn't it doesn't sound good. It's not necessarily what I stand for. But in times of turmoil or in difficult times of which throughout a long business journey, there are going to be a lot of difficult times. Sometimes, honestly, faking it till you make it really works. And I'm not talking about being fake, right, because I truly believe in authenticity. But I am saying that when you don't feel like showing up, you still have to, you know, put a nice outfit on put your makeup on if you want and like get out there you know and like keep doing what you're doing and I often think sometimes when you show up like that you're still showing your business respect and you're still creating some energy and you know make yourself feel better in any way that you know how and it passes everything passes any difficult time so you know just keep going during those difficult times and, and fake it if you need to in difficult times and soon you won't have to anymore again I, I love that. And I, I'm, I'm going to say this almost as a, not as a joke, but putting the, you know, a lot of people think like, I need to put that makeup on to cover up what is really mm. happening or what I'm hiding. Yeah. And I think when people hear that, you know, fake it till you make it. All right, I'm going to put this makeup on until I made it and then I could then I could show my true yeah. self and then I could show yeah. my authentic self and I I feel like that wasn't the case for you and I, I I just love that yeah absolutely and you know I think there's never anything wrong as well with saying to people go it's really hard at the moment you know uh, or like I am having a tough time but there was something kind of about you know just kind of having this getting dressed up and that's why my outfits are actually really important to me because it actually gives me energy it makes me want to kind of leave the house it makes me want to do business I feel more professional it's like power dressing and so I guess it's you know the way that I feel when I wake up in the morning isn't the way I feel when I've got ready to work you know and so I would just keep doing that and I found my outfits getting brighter and brighter during COVID to just be like <laughs> cheer me up for god's sake um but yeah but also knowing that it was working a little bit was was comforting you know knowing that it hadn't completely come to a halt and just you know just we just kept going I knew that it wasn't going to last forever so I just just keep going that's yeah that was the attitude 
definitely i love that i mean i i literally commented on your outfit from yesterday how like yeah. how bright it was and how much i loved it seriously i mean i now it's almost like i can't bring myself to wear black unless it's necessary of course <laughs> because it just feels like what is this color um you know just my my wardrobe is just an absolute array of like brightness um but yeah no it's genuinely just because it makes me feel better it makes me feel good that's that's amazing. I I love that. And something else that I I want to point out is is that it never sounds like you blamed any of the outside circumstances that were happening mm. around you. You never mm. blamed COVID. You know, I'm sure you're upset and <laughs> wish that tourism was still a thing at times. But yeah. it, it doesn't sound like you use that as an excuse. You know, or you know the stress or whatever was those. I feel like we're a lot of excuses for a lot of people to kind of pack yeah. it up and, and end things. And yeah. I, I just love that about your story where in the middle of it, you just kind of were like, no, we're going to keep going like this. This is not yeah. going to be none of these circumstances are going to be what bring me down. No, absolutely. And, you know, it was funny, actually, because I was going through quite a hard breakup at the time. And my business, even though COVID was happening, was a, a source of comfort for me because it meant that I was able to you know switch off from the breakup pain and I was able to you know put my energy into building and so there was also kind of that determination as well where it's like you know I am continuing to build this because I also felt like I needed it at the time you know just for my kind of comfort and like emotional sanity so so it was also like I think that's that's an issue, isn't it? When when you blame external sources too much, mm -hmm. it takes you away from taking responsibility, right? And it's this kind of victim mentality, which I do understand because, and especially during COVID, it was really really tricky at times, and it felt like everyone was leaving as well. And I was kind of thinking, gosh, I'm, you know, it was just it was. The, the whole of Thailand was changing mm -hmm. and it was just very overwhelming at times. But, but yeah, I mean, I just think that is the, I think that's the only way is to take it back to yourself. Well, what can I do? This is happening. And I think just, you know, complete acceptance of the way that things are and the knowledge of knowing what you can change and what you can't and what you can do and what you can't and there's no point stressing about the stuff that you can't change or you can't do anything about mm -hmm. because you're not going to change that and the more you do that you're putting energy into that and taking energy out of the things that you can do i i think that's amazing and i i think it's so important to point out that i mean at least in my perspective maybe you agree with this or, or not that's okay but it, we we get to kind of pick like we all have our own thought process you know some people go through a breakup and that's their excuse to eat a tub of ice cream yeah some people go through a breakup and it's their excuse to build a business you know we we all have our own way of handling things and it comes from our own our own mindset and our own thoughts and i i just love the way that you you know went through this obviously i i can imagine that the breakup wasn't easy or I don't mm. want to say that it was but what you did from that and where you put your energy and focus I think that's amazing and that should be celebrated yeah 
Yeah, thank you. And I, I really, I'm so glad that I chose to do that because life is just all a, a massive series of choices. And it's just, and we also have to take responsibility that we are exactly where we are right now because of a series of choices that we've made. And we, you know, most of the people listening to this podcast will be from privileged backgrounds, right? And are living a life of, of privilege. And, you know, we are so blessed and so lucky to have the freedom of choice. And we do have to take responsibility for that as well. And once you start taking radical responsibility for your life exactly where it is right now, that means you can make some massive changes if you want to, because if you can see what you've created, you can also see that you can create something different if you want to. I, I agree a hundred percent. And I, I think that it's such a beautiful example of, you know, just continuing to see how the outside circumstances can't, you know, can't really bring you down, you know, breakups, COVID, you know, whatever else, you know, I'm sure there were so many things, like you said earlier, like spending a lot of money, like, you know, these were all outside circumstances and, you know, that would cause some people to kind of break down or to, you know, stop doing what they're doing. And you just didn't allow those circumstances to stop you. No, no. I was raised by the most fierce woman and man that exists in the universe. <laughs> My parents are fierce and they, and they would never have ever allowed, you know, us as two young women, we were never ever allowed to admit defeat or like to be defeated. We were allowed to cry, like, you know. Yeah stress out like you know all of the things but we were never allowed to just you know fall to the ground and not get back up again you know and and still now they just so you know you just it's it's really a learned kind of habit I suppose and it can be learned by anybody and that's the great thing that I'm kind of doing now with business coaching I think I was super lucky to have a a kind of I mean there were definitely things that weren't great in my childhood but there were also there was also just this fierce amount of power that was just really built into my sister and I that we were just we could do anything we are strong you know we can move forward and we can do it and that hasn't been the case for everybody right and mm -hmm. that is because I have that mindset I feel like I can give that to other people or help them to create that themselves too I, I love that. And I, I think something that's so interesting about what you said was that it was a skill that you, you kind of learned along the way. And something that I've been really focusing on in a, a program that I have coming out soon is, is what about the bad things that we've learned and, and some of the habits or the stories that we've, you know, grown up yeah. with? What about yeah. unlearning those? Is it, is it possible yeah. to unlearn something that you've been taught? And, and that's well, really yeah. something that we I've been kind of exploring with myself and, you know, coming with with my background and different things about how, you know, I was so scared to play basketball because I was so worried about what's going to happen. You know, what if I bounce the ball off my foot? What if I, you know, and I was so up in my head and these stories that I would tell myself about not being you know good enough or having the imposter syndrome. And yeah. those were all things that I learned or created and 
I, I've started to see how it's possible to unlearn those ideas or to uncreate those ideas. And, and that's really something that I focus on in, in my coaching and working with different students and athletes and teams and people of all sizes and ages. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's definitely possible to unlearn prior thinking or um, past beliefs or anything that has kind of been um, created in our mind because I think we are taught how to feel about ourselves we're not born with these opinions we're taught them and it's just from you know things that have been said to us in our past or the way that our parents have spoken to us or things that we've also learned from watching our parents or even just at school right you know I've got a block on um, numbers you know I obviously you know I love <laughs> love numbers but but I like working it all out and putting it into a spreadsheet and, you know, calculations and, you know, um, figuring out profit margins at the end of the month, that, that kind of business stuff, I really, really procrastinate on and I really don't like it. And I know that it's not about the fact that I can't do it. It's not about the fact that I'm even not good at it. I know how to do it. It's just because in math class, when I was growing up, I was told I wasn't good at maths. And, and that was, um, I was told that quite a few times. And maybe that wasn't my moment for maths, right? And, but it's really been ingrained into my head and it makes me just not want to do it now. And it's, mm. but in, it, yeah, annoying, it is an integral part of business. You can't not know your numbers in order to be successful in business. So I have to do it. Um, and every time I keep saying to come on, Julia, you know, you're good at this, you're good at this, you can do it. Um, it's still it's still a block, you know, and you have to work really hard on mm -hmm. unlearning. Yeah, it's it's really something that you you need to put some time and energy towards. And uh, and my example, you know, I was actually very very good at math, but I was yeah. not I was not good in art class or in music, and mm. and for so long I thought, oh, I just am not creative. And, yeah. and that was something that really limited me because I can't really draw. If you ask my family, they'll make a joke that I can't cut with a pair of scissors because I, I failed cutting in kindergarten. <laughs> so, did you fail cutting in kindergarten? I don't know, Is but apparently, apparently I did. <laughs> I still can't cut with scissors oh, to this day. No. But, but those types of things and singing, I have, everybody says, oh, you have a good voice, like a good speaking voice. But as soon as I start yeah, to sing, do. people cover their ears because it sounds horrible and so those are different things that I've learned and and held on to and and it took me a long time to really start to let those go yes and I think the first thing is just the decision and the knowledge that that belief isn't serving you and what is it actually bringing you you know just it's just keeping you further into your comfort zone really right because mm -hmm. that you know we, we do need to face those things in order to be successful and even the people that are listening that aren't in business you know just to be successful in life as well like the more that you feel like you can do the more you do and then the wider more richer life you give yourself and um yeah and so it's really just addressing like what what are those things i wonder why they're there and mm -hmm. then just changing the narrative around them you know and the more you tell yourself something the mind is it's an amazing kind of it's amazing the way it works because you can actually keep saying the same thing to yourself over and over again and you do actually unlearn it 
And then your mind starts thinking about the thing that you've told it before the past belief, which is mad. So actually, really, it is just creating an affirmation or just telling yourself something different to that past belief and then keeping telling yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and it, yeah, it definitely will change it. But it's, first of all, it's knowing that it's there. Mm-hmm. Knowing that it's there, definitely, and and knowing yeah. that it doesn't it doesn't have to be too, I yes. think is is so valuable. And you know, while I'm working with some of my students right now and clients, I see so many of them saying, you know, I'm shy, I'm scared, I don't like doing this, and you know, those are the types of things. You know, those are stories. You know, what is yeah. shy? You know, to, compared to you know some of my other students, this girl looks like a very talkative girl and she thinks she's shy and so it's just so interesting to see that that is completely a story that you've made up and yeah and how how do you work around that how do you get past it 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 all comes from yourself I think yeah absolutely do you know what one thing I find super interesting is people who have just got a really incredible money mindset Mm -hmm. and it's often the people that have grown up in families with a lot of money or whatever and so it's just so naturally ingrained for them that you know they you know seem to attract money and they you know do kind of very financial high level things you know and they attract friends with money and and relationships with people with money and Mm -hmm. you know and all of these kind of things that they're buying to, to other people it almost seems like really kind of extravagance you know, but for them, it's just so much more normal that it just see, they just seem to attract it. I've got, I've got a couple of friends like that, and I just find it so fascinating. And I really do see a difference with them and me, you know, to be brutally honest, because and I want to work harder on my money mindset. And, you know, because, yeah, I, I, I just I can see the only difference between me and them is the ideas and the beliefs that we have around money. And of course, they are putting themselves on a higher frequency when it comes to money, because it's just, they don't even assume that money's not going to be very, very readily available for them. That wouldn't even be in a consideration. And and it never is not readily available to them. You know, and you think, yeah, that's something I need to keep working on and just, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I think that's amazing. And I think it's, it's so valuable to be around those people. Yes. Something, something that I loved that ties into this and the, the podcast itself is a coach that I have become very good friends with. And she, you know, does a lot of um, different plays. She has like a play circle it's called. And um, she has this, her business called the awakened business. And one of her things that she did was how can you have, what's the most fun thing you could do that would make you money. And it was just so cool to discuss that idea. And when people would get caught in their mindset, this comes from, uh, from Michael Neal, actually, who we were speaking about earlier. Um, He said that if you get caught up in the, in money mindset, like, I don't know if I'm going to have enough money you replace the word money with hammers because it's just a word. And when you replace a word, like, I don't know if I'm going to have enough hammers. It just sounds so ridiculous that you kind of laugh at it and it kind of opens you up. And then if you tie in that other phrase, you know, 
what's the most fun way I can make money? It it just seems like lighter and you kind of start to wonder a little bit more about, you know, is there a way to make money by doing something fun and doing something exciting? And and all of a sudden it just seems like there's so many more possibilities. Yeah, I love that. And and I really think that's true because when I've been talking to my friends who have these amazing money mindsets, I I say to them like, you know, how do you feel around money? Like, what do you think about money? And most of them have said, you've just got to relax around money Mm -hmm. because actually what you don't realize is that by stressing about it or worrying about it, you're actually placing a block on the kind of flow and the abundance, right? And you're really focusing on a lack of abundance. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you really need to just relax. And and one of my friends said that um, he treats it he treats money like it's his best friend. So it's like, he's super excited to see it. <laughs> and he says, he checks his bank account and he's like, oh, brilliant, hi. Like, you know, like it's his friend. And that is, yeah, that's how he manages it. That's very cool. Yeah. I like that. And, it, and these are, you know, whatever it takes kind of to, to shift that, because I know there are a lot of business people and entrepreneurs and, you know, people that aren't even in business that do get caught in that kind of money trap where, you know, yes. that's what they're, they're worrying about, or that's where they're stuck and they, they can't get past. That was, you know, a, a big problem for me for a long time was getting caught in that, that money cycle. And, you know, it, it, am I talking to this person because, you know, I want them, like, I just want their money. Yeah. There was a lot of disconnect in my clients and that conversation because in the back of my head, you know, over here, when am I going to get their money or how much am I going to charge them or what are they going to pay me? And I wasn't in the conversation. And yes. so that was something really valuable that I learned that it, if you don't, if you're not like, if that's not there, now we're back into the conversation and it, it seems like the conversations just flowed better and it seemed like it was more yeah. natural and I was more present with those yeah. clients. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think when it's such an, you feel like it's such an achievement if you can, you know, change the way that your mind is kind of naturally working. And once you do it once for one thing, it's super empowering. So like, God, that I can actually create in my mind whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And I can start thinking in ways that I want to think, you know, you can change all of that as well, if you want to. It's really a a beautiful thing when you discover that. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It is. So I, I have another question for you. So the question is, how do you well, really, the, the first question I want to ask you is, what, is, what does play mean to you? Oh, that's about. such a great, that's such a great question. Um, what does play mean to me? Um, anything that is high vibration, anything that makes my soul feel alive. When I think about fun, I kind of think about, being at a festival um, and being in the open air and being so free, right? And just, you know, letting go and just having this idea that that 
I don't know that that fun is almost more important than time at that at that time you know you don't even know what time it is you don't even mm-hmm. you don't care about when you're going to bed you just are so caught up in the moment of the and that's magic that's truly feeling alive you know I I have to always remind myself that especially about festivals and things like that because they are kind of tiring afterwards because there isn't that much sleep that happens you know there's a lot of socializing all of that but when I look back in the past if I think about festivals I just think there's such a joint energy there and you're all there just to have fun and I think that's what's different about going and doing any other kind of social activities or like going out at night or or whatever there's this kind of people have like flocked to this field or flocked to this like (laughs) park or or wherever it is for a certain amount of time just to dedicate themselves to fun you know and and that's really beautiful and I think together with people you can create um a lot of magic so yeah whatever kind of ignites my soul and where I'm feeling like I'm not heavily in thought mode and I'm just more in the moment and doing whatever that kind of feels like. That was a beautiful answer. I, I appreciate that a lot. What does, what, what about you? What does fun mean to you? Um, see, what's interesting is that you switched a question. Yeah. <laughs> what's interesting about that, because I think they are very closely associated, which is very cool. Mm. Mm. I think that, fun to me like you just said is when there's you know when you're not up in your head like yeah that phrase you know I've heard this phrase growing up so many times and I really didn't fully understand it until recently and it's time flies when you're having fun and it's such a cliche and it's so dumb but it's so relevant and it makes so much sense because I think you're not thinking you're just in the moment and you're just enjoying life. And all of a sudden you check the clock and, Oh, wow. It's already, you know, it's already after midnight or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, Oh wow. We got to get some sleep now. Like, you're like, where did the time go? And I, I've seen that happen so many times when it's just, you know, you're surrounded by friends and people and, you know, family or whoever you're with and, and you have that joint, like collaboration like we're gonna have a good time and and i've noticed it as a bartender and just as like you know being in different places where there are these people that have this like this passion for life and and they just bring like play with them like they just show up and it's like I want to be around that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. We we do want to be around people who kind of bring the energy and kind of bring this kind of fun-loving attitude. And I think as well, it's important to note that fun doesn't have to be overindulging in anything either, right? And I think because sometimes that takes the, the, the magic away from the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, we're so kind of conditioned, sadly, in this generation and maybe past ones that, you know, there has to be a lot of kind of alcohol involved or, you know, um, kind of sleep deprivation and, you know, whatever other kind of, I guess, I guess, you know, in uh, overindulgence, that kind of thing can be quite toxic. And, and that's a shame because sometimes it doesn't need to be like that right Mm -hmm. well you know and it can just be like god 
there is so much energy in the universe and and you know I think it's learning how to tap into that energy and there's just that is that can be so magnified by you just attaching to that like without feeling like you have to overindulge to kind of feel certain emotions yeah I I think that's that's so valuable and I, I've told a lot of people this, and I'm sure if you've listened to this show before, you've heard me say this, that when I, I started this podcast, I thought that it was going to just be kind of like this goofy kind of show, like silly. And, you know, I'd invite entrepreneurs and, you know, we'd have some fun, like, I you know, maybe do like some impressions or, you know, something like <laughs> just very silly to to kind of like loosen up. And yeah. I very quickly learned that that is not necessarily what play means. It can definitely be fun, but yeah. I'm having a lot of fun in this conversation right now with you. Yeah. And, and it hasn't really been silly, but we've been laughing. We've been yes. you know together here. And, and I don't really know how to explain that. I don't know really the words because it, it just seems like it, it's like alive and I told you earlier yeah. I was planning to to go to sleep right after this show you know right after we finished recording I don't know if that's possible because I I feel this aliveness just coming from the conversation this type of play that really sparks yeah. up you know what this whole show was all about yeah I love that and you know I'm so glad you said that because I was actually just gonna say the other thing that I find really fun that doesn't have to be as extreme as a festival is business. There's so much, you know, especially when you're an entrepreneur and you've created your own business. And it's like, you can make that look however you want it to look. You know, I, for me, I, I know I've said it probably twice already on this podcast, but I love to dress up. And so, you know, when I'm like, when I've got my outfit on and I'm doing my meetings, I'm walking into my cafe and, you know, meeting new people like you and chatting about life and business. And, you know, that for me is such elevation and it's such excitement and that is deep fun. And I get to do that every day, you know, and that is, you know, I even, I think it's really fun when you've got the time to be posting on Instagram as well. I love that because I love connecting <laughs> with people and, you know, creating some kind of creative content or whatever. And I, I really like that as well. So fun yeah it comes in all different shapes and sizes doesn't it in all different forms it, it really does and i i think that it's so important to bring that into i don't know if you need to bring it really but it's something that's so valuable to have in business because so many times, you know, you hear like, this is business. It has to be serious or, you know, this is business. It's not a game or, you know, whatever it is. But that was another kind of spark for me to start the show because I was like, well, what if it can be a game? What if, what if we can have fun and have a podcast and laugh the whole time and, and actually yeah. have a meaningful conversation, you know, well, what, yeah. what does that look like? Yeah. <laughs> like, will, no, will people I, I mean... get something out of that? I think sometimes the lighter you can make business chats, the better, because I think that, that, that it's a, a bit of a misconception, isn't it? That business has to look a certain way, right? You know, or like it's all about spreadsheets and data and, you know, suits. And actually it's not like it can just be this beautiful, spiritual, fun thing that there's just wonderful exchanges of energy and that's actually how I see my business you know that it is just we're just constantly exchanging energy and the more I 
put into it and not necessarily the harder I work right because I really don't believe in you know burning out and, and whatever but I mean really being thoughtful about the choices that I'm making around business in order to kind of give back to my community mm-hmm. and make sure that I'm also receiving enough to maintain you know what I've created that's really an energy exchange so if I'm being honest with myself if I'm not putting enough energy into my business enough of the kind of positive light energy I'm not really I shouldn't really expect it back you know so it, I see I see this kind of energy bounce in business which is super important yeah I'm you know I'm happy that you just mentioned that because yeah I saw on your Instagram page yesterday that yeah. you I don't remember the name of the the interview that you did um it was like Thai something Ireland something like that oh yeah 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 and and what you were saying was like you were so impressed with like how much research they did about you and like the questions that they asked and so you know all day today I was not all day but for a lot (laughs) of today I was kind of in my head like you know is she expecting me to do that type of research like do I do I need to change my idea because like because of what I saw and very quickly I realized like I can't fake that like I I can't fake this podcast like I I'm not gonna do the research like what I know about her is what I know about her and that's why I want her to come on the show and and I want to just have a real conversation and and I I hope that you've been enjoying it and got value out of it and I hope people listening got as much value out of it and I think that that's really important because I did see a lot of people when I was starting like people that had their podcast doing immense amount of research about their guests and I was kind of like well what if we just show up and you know see what happens yeah and everybody has their own styles don't they and it totally depends what you're trying to create on your platform I think and um and yeah I mean I I do genuinely believe that there is value in most conversations you know I I really do I think there's so much to be learned even when it's a rubbish conversation I mean you still learn like I'm not talking to that person again or like you know there's there's always there's always things that can be learned and um yeah no I'm grateful for all of the conversations that I have yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm glad to hear that yeah i'm just picturing you know we had that image the dressing up with the the makeup if i if i put the makeup on and and had where is your makeup and i had my 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 research questions ready to ask you that's that's just not who i am so i showed up with my with my beard and my uh grateful dead tapestry behind me and and that's the that's the type of that's the type of show you came to today that's the one that's the one i'm in right now and and you know it was a different show yesterday and that's the thing as well isn't it it would be boring if all of the shows were the same Mm -hmm. and all of the people were the same right it is just authenticity isn't about vibrating high in the same way as the person next to you vibrates high authenticity is about finding what makes you vibrate high and that doesn't look the same so you know you showing up in your best way is the way that you're showing up right now me showing up in my best way is the way that I'm showing up right now it doesn't have to look the same as long as the the vibration and the energy and and the vibe is good it doesn't matter (laughs) absolutely I think that's that's amazing and that's such a important thing to recognize that that you don't have to 
copy some you can't copy no. somebody's vibe or somebody's energy or somebody's authenticity like i i want it to be a professional show and i want to have people come on that you know value the conversation but at the same time i want to have fun <laughs> that's what it's all about absolutely absolutely you know and i i had a lady come into my cafe the other day and she said how do you always make such an effort with your outfit she's like you know it would genuinely exhaust me and I you know I really I know her she's lovely it wasn't like a criticism at all it was just a a genuine like god that wouldn't work for me you know I think that instead of being up leveled and feeling more energy I think it might take from my energy and so it's just knowing that right and that's fine so she doesn't do that and that works for her and that's brilliant but um you know, it works for me. And I think it's just as well, like just appreciating that everybody is different and really accepting that and not being critical of mm -hmm. what helps people up level and vibrate high and whatever. Because really what we, what we actually want is a very happy group of people or a, a happy society. That's what we're all trying to, we all want to be happier, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the reason we do that is because people are nicer when they're happier, right? And then the universe is a nicer place to live in. Like how many times has someone just smiled at you so nicely while you're buying coffee from them and they just say thank you so, so nicely and it elevates your entire day probably just because they've had a really nice morning or whatever. And you know, and it's like the butterfly effect, isn't it? We spread joy at when we feel joy, we spread light when we feel light. So, so finding what makes you happy and finding what makes you vibrate high is so important because you're by doing that and by living in that joy, you're also helping others do the same because you're spreading it too. That's, that's so valuable and so important to, to recognize and to see and, you know, hopefully you know somebody's listening along the way and you know we we made them smile a little bit and they can pass that yeah. on to somebody else yeah. that's a... I'm, sure, I'm sure yeah <laughs> so i know i don't even know what time we started recording this honestly because we were chatting for a little while before yeah uh, but i think about we're getting close to to about yeah. the the time so yeah I, i'm gonna throw a little bit of a curveball at you um okay and so obviously it. the the name of the show is called the entrepreneur playground and so yeah. what we what we need to do <laughs> is uh we need to play a game so okay. <laughs> while we need to we need okay. to okay yes <laughs> while while i was in in thailand and even before that i used to perform improv so we used to have a bunch of different games that we would play either like to warm up or different games on the stage and whatever it was so yeah, I have a couple of games, so I'll let you decide which game you want to play. But we are able to do it through Zoom, and it, it's usually at okay. least somewhat entertaining. So, okay. uh, <laughs> so I got I got two options for you. I could explain them if you like, but the first one is called ABCs. Yeah. The second one is called One Word at a Time. Okay. So would, oh, do you I wanna, just have to choose. Oh, do you want? I could give you the explanations first, or I could give you the explanations second after you choose. I like the idea of one word at a time. One word at a time. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, this is going to be excellent for for you specifically because I feel that there's a lot of people that probably ask you some really good questions. So yeah. basically, <laughs> what we're going to be, we're going to be the expert panel. And okay. so you're going to give a question that comes up, maybe it comes up in, um, comes up in the cafe, maybe it comes up about your wardrobe, about your business coaching, whatever it is, you're going to give a question that you hear. And then together, the two of us were the experts, 
and we're going to respond to the question one word at a time and build the sentence together. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So you, you give the okay. question, you could give the whole question and then we answer going back and forth one word at a time. Okay. So I get asked a lot um, when I'm in my cafe, um, where do you get your inspiration from? Where do you get your inspiration from? Perfect. Yeah, yeah. All right, so now we're the experts. We're going to answer this, so I'll start off. I'll say the first word, then you say one word, and then it comes back to me, and we're going to keep going until we complete our thought or complete our sentence and answer okay. this beautiful question. Where do you get your inspiration from? Yeah, okay. All right, so... So I, you, you start. Yeah, I... Get... My... Inspiration from traveling alone in my <laughs> universe oh <laughs> but sometimes i wish there were more Creatures. <laughs> Creatures. All right. That's perfect. All right. Okay. So I get where do you get your inspiration from? And the answer was I travel alone with my in, in my in my universe. Yeah. But sometimes I wish there were more creatures. <laughs> that was the, the full answer. <laughs> Beautiful. That made perfect sense. Of, of course, they, all of these always make perfect sense. Every every time we've played this game, they make perfect sense. Okay, so can you Sorry. give another question, um, maybe about either your wardrobe or whatever the question yeah. is? You, you can come up with whatever you'd like. Yeah, I guess. Um, where do you get your clothes from? <laughs> okay. Do you want to start this one off? Do you want to okay. begin this sentence? Yeah. Well. I'm going to get one starting with I. First, go to thrift shops and then try everything on. Until <laughs> I love everything. <laughs> I think that was. I think that's perfect. Yeah, that's it. That'll do. <laughs> that'll do. Oh man, perfect. That was that was perfect. wonderful. So I always yeah. ask this one question. So this is gonna be the last one, and then we'll we'll wrap things up. So yeah. the last question is. <laughs> what is what is the meaning of life? Oh, <laughs> wow! Um, the meaning of life. So you you could do it one word, one word at a time. Yeah, yeah. The meaning of life is love for sure, and love for yourself, love for your planet, the people around you. 
your life and you know just being grateful to be alive and being grateful to have the capacity to love and you know there's always there's love you can love everything and anything um and yeah really using that love and that gratitude to feel alive because when you're really feeling grateful is when you're really present and you know um really seeing things for how they are in their most beautiful light and that is very very powerful and so yeah i'd say the meaning of life is definitely love and gratitude that was a lot more than one word but uh, i i didn't have it in me to interrupt you so that was amazing i was on a roll you were on a roll i could not yeah. i could not interrupt that um but you wow. know the meaning of life in one word is a bit tricky <laughs> that was perfect i i liked it um yeah. oof, that was beautiful um so where can people um find you what what are you up to what's coming next how can people get in touch with you i know a lot of people um do listen that live in thailand so where can they possibly yeah. find you in person or where can they find you remotely if they're somewhere else <laughs> um yes so i am on instagram as the dot banana dot warrior that's more of my personal business life coaching platform um i'm also on instagram with our cafe which is the dot banana dot warrior dot cafe um we if you are in thailand and you want to order some desserts directly for us we also have a website which is www.thebananawarrior.com um and now i am offering business coaching and business and life mentorship um there's loads on my instagram platform about that and more to come and yet yeah, reach out just by sending me a dm um and we will sort out a quick 20 minute call and then find out whether we can work together um and connect in that way but yeah i'm usually in the cafe um i pop in and out during the weekdays and then most weekends i'm usually there all weekend uh drinking prosecco <laughs> drinking margaritas eating plants chatting laughing embracing all of that so yes that's where i usually am that is amazing so if you're looking to connect with julia you could type in banana warrior a couple of dots here and there and i'm sure you'll stumble upon her <laughs> yeah. at some point there's, i don't think there's anyone else called the banana warrior so yeah definitely. I, I love that i really should ask where that name came from but i guess uh well that'll have to stay for another time uh, yeah. so i'm gonna let you um just share like one last piece of advice maybe somebody who's you know business is you know maybe they're not quite at that point yet or maybe they're at that like giving up point and maybe just mm. one last word of encouragement for those uh those types of people mm. Mm. or or anything you want to share really this is kind of your chance to just uh openly express whatever came to your mind through this conversation yeah do you know um one of my favorite pieces of advice that just for me has wrong so true in times of difficulty any times of difficulty is that i think one of the reasons we kind of suffer is that i think we really truly think that whatever's happening the death of something whatever that is that's all there is right so it's like there is nothing else that's it and that's sometimes why it's so sad and i just want to you know tell everybody there's always more to come there's always more and so you know the kind of ending of a relationship 
business not going in the way that you want it to, lifestyle, there's more. And you can always create more for yourself and attract more to yourself. And that is never the end. And that's it. There are the most incredible life curveballs that come at you. And you were like, what? I wouldn't have even planned that. My entire business was built on a curveball. And it is you all you to to make sure that those curveballs are, are really high level. Keep your energy as high as you can, right? Do the things that make you feel good and then you will attract some high level curveballs. And, and, you know, just keep in your mind, this isn't it. This isn't it. <laughs> Even if you're in a good place, there's more. And like, get ready for it because it's coming. I, I love that. What a beautiful way to, to sign off this uh, wonderful episode of the Entrepreneur Playground. Thank you to Julia, the Banana Warrior, for joining me. Uh, I really do appreciate your time and uh, everyone for listening. Please give her a follow. And if you are in Thailand, please be sure to try her cafe, try some of her treats. I know that just from the pictures alone, they look delicious and uh, I can't wait to taste <laughs> one myself. So thank you again for your time, Amazing. Julia. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. What a lovely way to start my day. What a lovely chat. <laughs> <laughs>